G'day and welcome to another episode of Perth Property Insider. I'm your host, Jared Mann, and today I've got Dwayne Long, past Freewa Property Manager of the Year and all-round expert in property management. We're going to be going into some of the critical questions that you should be asking any prospective property manager when you're looking to hire one. A lot of investors uh, don't know what they don't know, especially when it's their first investment property. And over the years, we've found these questions critically important to assessing properly if a property manager is going to be the right fit for you or not. So say it with me. Let's go inside. Welcome to Perth Property Insider, where you will learn how to grow your wealth and improve your life using Perth property. Our show is brought to you by Investors Edge Real Estate, the highly rated and award-winning property management specialist servicing the whole of Perth. Now, here is your host, Jared Mann. G'day, Dwayne, and thanks for coming back on the podcast today. It's my pleasure, Jared. Nice to be back. So I've always said if you've got a really great property manager to keep them. So for a lot of our clients that already have found us, this episode might not be as helpful. But for all of those that aren't so happy with their property manager or are looking to buy a rental property in 2022 ahead, this is going to be a really great episode for you to take us inside some of the questions that you typically get asked at a meeting, Dwayne. Yeah, I think it'd be a great time to share some of the insight and some of those really important questions to ask to make sure you're finding the right property management partner for your investment journey too. I guess when investors are starting out, they may not even know the right questions to ask. They just they might start with the what's your fees question, but there's um, <laughs> another big part to that equation, isn't there? What are they getting for their fees and what is the property manager going to do You know, over and above the you know day-to-day of what's expected the basics so you know the basics only get you so far and if you do want to improve your returns and actually you know have freedom and peace of mind so that you're not being um you know continually hassled or having to follow up on your manager then uh, knowing the right questions to ask can really help you sort out who's the right one for you and thinking back to when i started uh, my investing journey I had four property managers. I didn't actually know or appreciate that uh, the difference that they could make. And when I started running into problems with my properties and with my tenants, it was the most stressful time that I've ever had as an investor um, and made me actually think about giving away investing in property altogether. So it's critical, isn't it? Definitely. Um, I think as you start to grow your portfolio, um, you do need someone dedicated to looking after your assets for you so that you can focus on other things that are more important in your life as well. That's it. So let's go through some of these questions because um, we've been asked a lot of them over the years. As investors ourselves, we know what's important to other investors and uh, these are some of the ones that that I found to be important. So I'm going to pretend to be a landlord today looking to appoint a property manager and I'm just going to fire questions away at you. I might even chime awesome. in with some answers as well. <laughs> so, uh, right. Might come around the other side of the desk as well. Um, so, look, how, how does um, your agency, Dwayne, specialise? Um, does your agency specialise in property management or is it a subsidiary of a sales office? Now, that's a pretty educated question. People often don't even understand that there is a difference. What are some that's of the differences right. in how an office is set up, Dwayne? 
Well, look, I mean, a lot of agencies out there, the big names that you might hear of, uh, focus predominantly on property sales. So they may be really good selling agents out there, getting some great results for clients. But when it comes to property management, it runs on a different legislation, the Residential Tenancies Act. And uh, if you don't know the act, you can be in breach of the act and not realise. And uh, essentially, you know, you're jeopardising your investor or your client's investment. So what we're looking for here is making sure that the property manager you're choosing has the support, the backing of the licensee and the company to run and look after your property as a property manager should, not as a salesperson trying to dabble in Residential Tenancies Act. So it's a, it, like you said, Jared, it's a very educated question because a lot of people don't understand the difference, um, but it's a key difference to making sure you choose someone who knows what they're actually doing compared to someone running it as a secondary part of their business. I guess when it's the focus for your business and the whole business is training intensively, finding the very best, you know, property managers and spending the money on um, building out the team, training the team and making the team the very best. When you focus on something, you naturally become really good at it. When it's like an afterthought and, uh, you know, it's just a place that you park sale, uh, you know, properties until they the owner comes and sells later and sales is your main focus, you're not willing to spend money on um, training, not willing to spend money on the team <laughs> and, you know, you the property managers are to be uh, seen and not heard <laughs> down the back yeah, of your office. Think of it this way. It's a specialty profession, right? Similar to you walking into a GP and saying, can you please pull out my tooth? No, they're going to refer you to a dentist, someone who's specialised in that profession. So for us as property managers, we specialise in property management um, and that's a very key difference, having someone who runs and operates a property management company looking after your property. And it's a good high-level question because many of the subsequent questions can often be answered just by, you know, that first one because if they're sales-focused, they're not going to have a lot of the other, you know, benefits that, that we'll cover now. So what is the incentive for your property manager to manage the property well? Like what are the checks and balances on that, Dwayne? Well, uh, for us anyway, when we're looking out for our property managers and ensuring they're delivering the high quality of service to our clients, we have key performance indicators and metrics that basically at a glance can identify the health of the portfolio and if they're performing within what we need them to. So having key performance indicators allow us to measure that. Um, where I know, again, a lot of other agencies don't have those metrics um, and good examples are you know, for example, what's your arrears rate? What's your vacancy rate? Um, how many final inspections uh, have you completed in the past month? All of these things allow us to make sure that a high-quality service is being delivered. Yeah, and I guess if the person you're speaking to on the front end doesn't know those stats, it's a sure sign that the business isn't using them to keep things tight. And the reason mm. that we um, use these stats, and we originally started maybe 10 years ago with three stats, and, you know, then we grew it to five or six and thought, oh, no, you know, now that we've got these ones really tight, you know, these other ones are important. Now we've, you know, built it out to what might be to some managers feel like, you know, they're being micromanaged. But the key is that by having stats, we don't need to micromanage the team because we can then know, you know, if everything's in check and tight, 
And we also reward the team with considerable monthly bonuses for keeping their portfolios tight. And that then gives them an extra incentive to keep all these things, you know, as good as possible for the client as well. Now, we've also got something a little different that other than the key performance indicators, which is our peace of mind guarantees, just take us through how these work to keep your prop- a property managed well. Uh, look, we've got four peace of mind guarantees. Uh, the first one is that we promise to rent your property in three weeks or the next three months of management fees free. So That's the rent quickly, isn't it? Correct, yeah. So essentially what we're going to do is make sure that if we do need to find you a tenant, we're going to be working our backsides off to show the property, do everything we possibly can to meet that deadline because it is a guarantee that we um, put forward to all of our clients. The second guarantee uh, that we do offer as well is a high-quality tenant guarantee. So in an instance Well, it's no where- point, yeah, chucking any old tenant in the property, Dwayne, uh, and having headaches, <laughs> is there? You might meet the first guarantee, but... That's why I like this second one of high-quality tenants to go along with it. That's right. And it's essentially the fact that if ever we need to evict a tenant that we've recommended and placed in your property, that will refund your leasing fee um, and basically essentially go and clean up that mess and, and, yeah, basically make sure that you're not out of pocket for that. So our whole goal here is to make sure that the right person moves in quickly, not just put somebody in quickly. And I guess the reason I love the this quality tenant guarantee as well is that it gives owners peace of mind that we're actually screening our tenants far deeper than the average property manager would. And if we're not prepared to guarantee the tenant, the owner can still proceed with the tenant, but it's a sure sign that, you know, everything doesn't fully check out here and there is extra risk associated and sometimes um, the owner still chooses to go ahead on that basis, but at least they're doing it with open eyes. That's right. Nothing's hidden from our clients, that's for sure. Um, The third guarantee that we offer is, well, I like to call it ridiculous and responsive. That is, if ever a client calls us um, or emails us, that we'll get back to them in the same business day or we pay them $100. So, Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's it's a good one. I think most of the clients that do come on board and I get to meet with really like this guarantee because one of the key problems out there is that their property managers don't get back to them for weeks. Um, and yeah, I think this is a really cool guarantee for those clients to get that peace of mind that if they have a problem or a question, they can get that response immediately. And the great thing is we do and try to practice that for our tenants as well and certainly to each other. Um, so it just keeps everything running smooth. And uh, I dreamt this one up, I think, when I was in the shower um, about 10 years ago. I think, and it was in response to how difficult I found it as a landlord as well and, you know, chasing my manager. And I thought, well, why can't we have a decent consequence to it? And that's where the $100 um, came in. And look, all the team is so ingrained with just, having proactive communication that we want to be contacting someone in most cases before they even think to contact us. So uh, the returning of a of a email or a phone call on the same business day is, you know, very easy for us to achieve, but it will probably send other property managers broke. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, and the last guarantee, the number four guarantee is now exceptional service guarantee. Um, look, we'll make sure that we remedy any issues that might have um, popped up during our management with the client um, and make sure that it's all delivered 
back to a standard in which they are happy. But if they're not, we'll give them the next three months management fees free. Um, and if the service issue continues to occur, the vessel will actually be able to terminate the contract with us at no cost. Um, so basically giving them um, an opportunity to leave us if we're not able to deliver on the promises that we've made. I guess the reason for that one is we want to know when we're stuffing up or if we're not meeting expectations. You know, let us know. And then, um, you know, that three months gives us time to fix our systems, fix our any little gap. And, you know, it happens so rarely now uh, that we've got everything so tight. But it just gives us that chance uh, to get things back on track. And, you know, if we if we keep making the same mistake, well, that's the definition of insanity and someone should leave us. Yeah, Dwayne, um, this is a classic one that often separates, um, you know, great property managers from the from the average ones is do you understand property investment you'd be surprised wouldn't you it's a really good question actually to ask and um, you know if you're speaking with your property manager and they don't get property investment and they don't understand it's a business and that you're in it to make money they can often give you the wrong advice or lead you down the wrong path um, and maybe not troubleshoot your maintenance because you know, they just don't know, they don't understand what it's like to be a property investor. So very, very powerful question. I think that um, it's one that you should be asking any property manager that you're potentially interviewing to be your property manager. Put it this way, I don't know how someone can manage property without either having owned property or owning investments. So, you know, they just come at things from a completely different place and you can't replace that experience that someone gains through, you know, walking in your shoes. So it's one of our key criteria with when hiring all of our team, and it's something that we, um, you know, think is thinks we think it's pretty essential. Yeah, definitely. So um, there's lots of different structures out there, Dwayne. How do how do you deliver property management? What's your structure to do that? Well, there are, like you said, a lot of different structures out there. Um, I've heard of different companies having a leasing consultant, a property manager, maintenance manager. And, you know, six or seven different people that a client must contact um, at different points. So it becomes a bit disjointed. How we do it is that we basically decentralised our workforce so that um, our property managers work nine out of ten days out of a fortnight from their place of residence, managing no more than about 15 minutes away from where they live. That way they get to know the area, they live in the area, they've got that local extra, um, expert knowledge as well. Um, and basically from there they can be able to deliver a grounds hands-on approach to property management service and be the single point of contact for the tenants and the landlords so it's very simple very um, elegant and I guess at the end of the day it's about making sure we deliver a high quality of service to the to the tenants and the owners I guess then someone already always knows who to call and you know they're not having to call three or four different people for just to get something done and um, we offer a significant amount of back-end support for the manager so that they can focus on all the high-level activities that mean the most to our tenants and owners so that they're not getting bogged down in paperwork and admin. They're focusing on negotiating that, you know, rental increase and, and showing the property and getting applications quickly so that it's leased quickly and, and you know, and we also don't, outsource our routine inspections so they're there seeing the property themselves they've placed the tenant they're now checking up on the tenant they do the final bond inspection for the tenant 
and the whole cir- they see the whole circle end to end so that you know they've got continuity they really get to know you your property and the tenants and and I don't know how to separate it out and um, have a, a better form of structure and and uh, you know that's where we've got to in 13 years so next one uh, can you manage all properties regardless of where they're located in the Perth metro area I thought this was an important one because we have a lot of clients that have multiple properties and they just want uh, one overall agency to manage them so that they're getting the same approach. They know what to expect. They're getting the same statements that they can read. You know, they know how the routine inspection reports are being done, all the same processes. So is this something that you can offer off, Dwayne? Yeah, certainly is. Um, I think as far down as Mandra up to Yanchip, uh, we can manage properties in that area. And I think it is a good one if you're looking at diversifying in the Perth area to have a single company running those same processes, running those same procedures, having those guarantees. It's pretty much the same. You might have two managers, one that lives in Alcamos and one that lives in Mandra, but at least you know the back-end process is the same. Those statements, those inspections, everything you just mentioned, Jared. So, yes, something we can certainly help our clients with. And look, that was really difficult for us to deliver on when we were starting out and as we were growing. But you know, now that we've got eight hundred properties plus properties across Perth, um, you know, it's a lot more efficient for us. Our team live closely to where they manage, and um, it's very difficult for someone that's got a smaller business to hope to deliver and offer that in an efficient way that's still going to get good results. So I'm glad we're on the other side of that curve (laughs) now this can be really important in certain markets but what's your strategy for leasing my property property quickly do you just want to quickly touch on that Dwayne? because uh, maybe later when we come to a more difficult market again we can go deeper on this but the strategies and tactics we use now can still make a big difference and you know one or two weeks rent helps pay for ourselves before we've got started if we can place a tenant that much quicker so yeah, look, t- time is of the essence. F- the first thing is time is of the essence. So if someone is thinking about renting out their property, don't necessarily start once it's empty, once it's clean, once it's perfect. Perhaps we might be able to start the marketing campaign a few weeks earlier while they've still got their furniture in there so that we can test the market and start to minimise that vacancy cost. So that's number one. Start sooner rather than later. Um, then when it comes to leasing the property quickly, make sure you've got really good high-quality photography a video tour as well, and really, really um, compelling advert copy. Those video tours are going to be essential for across Christmas, aren't you? Like some, <laughs> we've got clients still bringing uh, properties to us, and uh, and the same goes for across the holidays when um, you know someone can view something twenty four hours a day, um, and they uh, can know if they like it and go along uh, really just to confirm what they've seen in the video already and they're going to be much quicker to putting their application in. So Yeah, video tours are very powerful to help people that maybe in the country they can't actually visit the property physically. Yeah, um, you know, the, the video tours have actually helped me rent out a, a property just recently as well. So I think that's really, really powerful. But just to make sure that, that those three things, photos, videos, and your advert copy are plastered everywhere, realestate.com, rewa, rent.com, and domain, the big four websites where people are, actually engaging and um, looking for properties, we need to be exposed there so that basically you can have the right exposure level in the marketplace to start to generate 
the marketing funnel flow for you guys. So I guess moving down that funnel, you want to make sure that the inquiries are starting to come through. Moving down the funnel further, you want to make sure that you've got people coming to your viewings. Now, often people will do a viewing, say, at 9am on a Friday or 5pm on a Friday because that's what they assume tenants want. Let's not assume when the tenant calls for a viewing time, let's find out when they can view it and show when they can. As soon as you have one person booked in, try to get as many other people along as possible to create a demand for that property. Um, and that way, you speed up the process of someone viewing the property and putting an application in as well. Did you have anything to add to that, Jared? Um, probably uh, from pricing is also helping here. So not something we use in all markets, but at the moment with our from pricing, we're setting an expectation that we are open to offers above the asking price and we regularly are getting them. And that way we can be sure that we're getting the best for our client each time, can't we? Yeah, that's for sure. And even asking questions to your tenants like, is this your best and final offer? You know, they're, they're good questions to be asking to try and get that extra return for your clients as well. No worries. So another one here is how often do I receive my rent payouts? And it, this will matter to some clients more than others. What do, what do we do, Dwayne? By standard, we actually pay out of our trust account every week on a Thursday and therefore received by the clients on Friday. Uh, it can make a real difference to the cash flow um, for many clients. But as you said, Jared, some may not may not mind too much if it's a monthly payout. Um, some prefer a monthly payout, but I think a weekly payout improves cash flow. So I prefer that myself. Um, but there is the option of monthly payouts as well. And tradespeople love working with us because they receive their money quicker too instead of just being held up in our trust accounts. That also helps us get uh, work done at um, properties quicker if a trade has the choice of getting paid a month later versus getting paid in the same week that they do the job, then um, they'll go and do our jobs for our clients um, before picking up a different one. So that also keeps your tenants happy, keeps your tenants longer and, you know, everyone's happy, especially when the the air conditioner's blown (laughs) on a summer's day. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. We've seen a few of those, haven't we? Yep. (laughs) <laughs> so um i think a really good question jared that i often get asked as well how many properties does your property manager manage ah now, the classic one this this is a tricky one to answer it properly right because if imagine you're a small business single operator you're managing 100 properties end to end 120 properties you're doing the trust accounting you're dealing with tenantry as your manually drawing up leases and screening applications that's a lot of work you know not only are you doing property management you're also running a business so it's a very tricky question to sort of answer but i guess you want to find out how many are in the property management department as a whole so for example there might be eight property managers in a business with six assistants managing 800 properties hang on i think we've just described ourselves Um, We've got a great team that have actually, um, you know, delivered that service. So that's what I think is more important than just saying how many properties does your property manager manage because, you know, one might be doing 120 properties. They can be doing their business development and they can also be managing their trust account. And, you know, when you look at we've actually got 16 people um, just managing the day-to-day of 800 properties I'm just on my calculator here, Dwayne. 50 properties average per person and around about 100 to 120 for each manager depending on 
you know, a lot of factors that go into it, including the type of properties, geographical distance and area, and how experienced they they are as well on that spectrum. So, but it all comes down to how many people you've got delivering the overall service, and that's why you do have to look deeper. and And it's not only about manpower, is it? There's um, the use of systems and technology, and we love embracing all of that, don't we? I certainly do. Um, I think. Yeah, going back to that question, don't just pick a number. If you hear a number, oh, it's 80 properties per manager, that's great. If it's 200 property managers, that's great. Just go and look under the hood and make sure you do have that manpower behind and speak to them about the systems and software as well. Another good question is, you know, if you do have problems with your statements or there are maintenance jobs outstanding, you might knock off work at nine o'clock at night and not be sure where these things are at. So do they have an online system that allows you to log in check when the leases are expired, when the rent's paid up to, when you can expect your next lot of rent payment um, because that kind of system does give you peace of mind when you need it. Yeah, a portal for owners to see these things transparently is is very helpful as well, That's as right. you just mentioned. Exactly. So, look, to round things out, I think people should also be asking what other services do you provide um, to help them with their, you know, property, overall property situation. So. What are some of the ways we do that? I think, Jared, you're the man to be able to explain this in a little bit better detail. <laughs> but, uh, you know, well, we can certainly help by connecting um, not only when you come in, on board with us as property uh, manager, you get a network of all of the people we know, such as our accountants, town planners, conveyances, whatever, plumbers, electricians, our whole network becomes your network. Uh, and that can really help people I guess, move forward with um, their property plans and look after those properties too. Uh, I guess in terms of the services that the actual agency provides, as I said, Jared, you're probably the best person to, <laughs> to explain this one um, simply because you're doing it a little bit more. So maybe of I'll throw course. that one back to you. Well, look, I we certainly put that investment mindset over the top of every property decision. So when it comes to actually purchasing the property in the first place, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you'd know that we have services to help people and advise them. We're not a buyer's agent, um, but we help can advise them on, you know, choosing the best suburb, reviewing the individual property that they're looking at, some mentoring if they, you know, are working at growing their portfolio ongoingly. And then when it comes to sale, I spend half my time making sure that sales actually the right thing for that person to do and whereas a normal sales agent will just chuck it online without any real thought to is it the best time to sell and how do we actually maximize this end sale price and work with the tenant to do that um, in the smoothest way possible so that we're not running in and upsetting the tenant and we're choosing the timing in line with the lease end date so that we've got maximum competition for that sale as well you hear me getting excited, Dwayne. Um, <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> so, um, look, all of these things can be approached strategically and with an investment mindset to things, and that's what I what we try to bring for our clients. There's many of them as well that are looking to add value to their properties, and that's what we try to uh, help them with along with our network. So if someone's looking at doing a renovation, we've got various people that can help in that area, subdivision and development. Um, so it's really about helping someone grow their wealth and improve their life overall, which um, is what this podcast is dedicated to as well and why I do the podcast because, um, you know, I really want to help 
our existing clients and overall network to do that. And it gives uh, me a far greater buzz than just doing the basics. So hopefully if it sounds like all of these things uh, align with you, get in touch to chat to us about our property management. It's um, the main thing that we specialise in. And thank you so much for your time today, Dwayne. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me. Awesome. See you, mate.